WBNE. Welcome back to Late to the Party. My name's Jordan Bulky. I am your dungeon master. Here with me today is the awesome party. Uh, uh, but before we get into that party, people, I would like to briefly uh, say thank you so much for your awesome five-star reviews that you left uh, in the last two weeks. And also quickly talk to you about our Patreon page. So if you're a podcast listener, I'm sure you have heard of Patreon it is a crowdfunding platform that basically allows you as a listener of a podcast to support our podcast, our group, our production, uh, just because you're excited that we're doing it. And in exchange, you also get some really cool perks from us, things like a Discord server where you can connect with other fans of the show, other WBNE uh, fans and hosts. Uh, we also have bonus content that we do after each episode. We provide early access, or you could be just a super fan of WBNE and sort of get some behind the scenes perks for all of the uh, wonderful WBNE shows. And I just really would love if you would consider checking out our Patreon page over at patreon.com slash late to the party podcast. Um, because our goal with late to the party isn't to like make money. Most of us are uh, adults with jobs or adults in school and, and you know, we, we are doing the thing. Some of us are adults with jobs and in school. Um, yeah, but uh, we would love, first of all, because Ethan does such an incredible job editing and making music for this show, which is not something we had ever asked him to do. And he just, just is so incredibly talented. We would love to be able to pay him for his time that he spends editing because it's it's a lot and he does a spectacular job and we all know it and this show would not be what it is without him uh and with money beyond that we would love to do things like create art like we did for the wild wolves campaign you know we obviously got really positive feedback about that and we just love making this show for all of you and so we would love if we could make it financially sustainable for all of us so it would be 
just so great if you would check out our Patreon page. Again, that is patreon.com slash late to the party podcast. And thank you so much for uh, just listening to this heartfelt pitch because we are so lucky and thrilled that we get to do this because of all of you incredible listeners. So thank you for making this one of the most fun and exciting things I've genuinely ever done in my entire life. Thank you all so much. We really do appreciate all the support, whether that be through social media or reviews. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just to even double down on the Patreon thing, like obviously we don't uh, do many ads on this show that pay money. So uh, uh, podcasts are famously not great money makers. So all of your support is super duper helpful, more than you know. And obviously not just for the Discord server, it's not just other fans of the shows. Like we're in there too. You can talk to us and and, uh, after each episode. And that's always fun too. I don't know what you guys are talking about, about not having money. I'm sitting on a tower of golden coins right now. <laughs> so that's I'm where the sitting on a bunch went. of dogs. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so welcome back to Late to the Party, folks. My name's Jordan Valky. I am your dungeon master. Party, how are we feeling today? Tired. Uh, dazed oh, and confused. Not really. Yeah, I, I think we woke like everybody dramatic. up a little too early dazed this morning. Dazed and sunny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, too much biking. Too much biking, if there's such a thing. Yeah, too much biking, Camille. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's the bikes that gotcha. <laughs> Who rolled the worst, me? Did I? Camille. No. Camille oh, Camille. Does that mean I go first? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I thought when you rolled highest, you uh, went first. No, it's anyway. like, it's like no, opposite, not, it's opposite initiative yeah. order. Well, apparently I just have not paid attention ever. Uh, hi everybody. I'm Camille Leonard. I play Lily Davis and, um, Lily's fun fact this week is a blast from the past, which you all will appreciate knowing in the coming episode. So Lily's fun fact is very simple and that she used to work in the cafeteria of a nursing home. Just leave it there. That's nice. Were you on skates like Sonic? I will answer no further questions. <laughs> when you said like Sonic, I was like, the hedgehog? He's not on skates. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry for all the regional exclusivity. Sonic is a place where you can get kind of bad food, but they will serve it to you on roller skates. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. 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 Hi, everybody. My name is Ethan Etchell. I play the character of Ben Allen Roth. And a fun fact about Ben Allen Roth is I was in Blast of the Past with Brendan Fraser. No, hi. <laughs> it literally just said Blast of the Past. And so now I'm thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Thinking about that wonderful Brendan Fraser property uh, that we were all gifted with. No, a fun fact about Ben Allen Roth is that, uh, you know what? Actually, I'm just going to co-opt this. Uh, ben Allen Roth worked at Sonic in 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 New York on Long Island for about a week until they realized he couldn't roller skate. Mm. How did they learn that he couldn't roller skate? Oh, because he couldn't roller skate, Scott. And it was <laughs> okay. it's fairly obvious when a person can't roller skate, believe it or not. You I was get very far without spilling all of the icy milkshakes. Yeah, I, yeah I was hoping for a colorful a mishap that you could paint in our minds. It was a slush disaster. Okay, look. <laughs> How many did like, you launch the, into the inside open of a windows? car? Is not supposed to be mm-hmm. electric berry blue. <laughs> And we're not sure if that person's car ever got clean. Mm -mm. See, Ben couldn't skate, but he didn't want to let on. So he just threw the slushies. 
Yeah, he's like, I can't. From sitting position. I can't skate. Yeah, I can't skate, but I can act. So I can act that I can skate. (laughs) You know, we've all been in college. (laughs) Uh, Hi, everyone. My name is Scott Nicewander. I play the character of QWERTY, the mystery machine. I have a whole bunch of fun, uh, fun, fun facts uh, lined up over the next couple weeks all about um, how QWERTY got pieces of his personality from his different family members. So I think that will be fun to dive into. Uh, let's, let's start with my youngest sister, Elowick, who's kind of like a little devious little uh, kleptomaniac child. Uh, from Elowick, QWERTY learned how to be uh, stealthy and use sleight of hand, which is kind of where he got his little rogue subclass from, or his rogue class. He's multiclassing as a rogue, thanks to Elowick. So I think that's fun. My whole heart. <laughs> every uh, pay attention for the next couple episodes because I have one for every single family member. How many family members is that? Five total. A I'm lot. assuming total? Dark Thad's gonna be last because he's a, he's fan favorite Dark Thad. Dark Thad. I do have one for Dark Thad that I'm excited about. No, I was just gonna say it, how, how long do we have to wait before we kill off Qwerty so Scott can come back as Dark Thad? <laughs> so my my favorite thing about Dark Thad right now is that technically. Dark Thad has not been mentioned on any episode that is live yet. So here we are as the party being absolutely in love with Dark Thad. Oh, yeah. And we have no idea if the fans are going yeah, we to, just refer to him or as, connect. I super hope there's fan, fan favorite art. Dark Thad. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope there's fan art of Cordy and Dark Thad. We're the only fans since we're the only people That's who true. know what happened. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go on the Twitter and tweet, can't wait for y'all to meet Dark Thad. <laughs> And Dark I just want to see what coming. kind of traction that gets. Oh, man. People are going to think it's a villain <laughs> with that name. <laughs> Dark Thad is coming. I'm putting air yeah, quotes around it. If Dark brother. Thad is, is the big bad evil guy this season, Jordan, oh, yeah. I think you are, are being retired. Yeah. Okay, good <laughs> to know. From I'll keep DM that Sunflower, let me get a fun fact. Hello, my name is Tyler Doobie. I'm playing Sunny Days, a cleric who worships Rihanna. Isn't that neat? Um... Fun fact, and I'm not ruining your day this week. Uh, Sunny, after getting plate, uh, carved in a big, beautiful sunflower on it. Aww, that's cute. That's it. I'm not even. I'm not even going to ruin it. That's it. That's the fun fact. Are you sure? I was debating. I was debating making you roll like sleight of hand or dexterity to actually be good at that. I was thinking you would make me do that, but. Um, I did have a, I, I did have a cop out for that. Um, if I rolled poorly, I was going to say, I just painted over it. <laughs> I know I'm good at that. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry, start the episode before this takes a left-hand turn. Excellent. Yes. Um, so I feel like, I feel like we need to roll off with a little bit of role play because the end of last episode yes. was Lily Davis, in fact, saying I should have known she would be involved. And what does that mean? Um, so I'm going to give Camille the option if she wants, uh, you can uh, role play that moment forward with the party, or if there's any sort of a flashback memory that you would like to potentially do instead, we can do that. Lily thinks in her mind back to the place she worked in Tampa their old retirement home. 
She sees in her mind the face of Marina. Marina was a feisty, feisty old lady who really, by force, adopted Lily. Lily was never interested in making friends with any of the people she fed pudding or, you know, cleaned up after and and served with as best of a smile on her face as Lily could manage because she was never friendly enough, you know. But Marina, for whatever reason, took a, a liking to Lily that she just could not shake and was forced to basically have what would equate really to a favorite aunt or maybe a grandmother. And Lily grew to know Marina over a number of years and eventually left her behind when she moved to Miami. But over the course of knowing Marina those few years, Lily learned many things like Marina wouldn't walk through a doorway without hesitating and inspecting it first. She always claimed that you never knew where a door might take you. And she was full of these crazy fantastical stories where she claimed of visiting other realms and fighting off beasts. Just every day was filled with death and destruction and frankly nothing about what she ever had to say sounded true. But, you know, Lily grew to really appreciate Marina's quirky and strange as she was, and they had a good time terrorizing the residents with their strange stories and just absolute ruckus they caused everywhere they went. Marina was just something otherworldly, and while there are many notable things about her, the thing that brings Lily back is the tattoo, but what was really a brand of a broken sword on her wrist. So, who is she? Yeah, so, so there's this woman, or there was this woman, named Marina Kovac. And, uh, she was the wildest person I knew in the other world. And that brand, that mark you have on your armor was a brand she had herself. And I just am doing so much mental calculus to try to understand where her wild stories might start to make sense. What kind of stories did she tell you? Like, Well, it was always death and destruction and other worlds and portals and realms and so right up your alley i mean working in a retirement home where i served her her breakfast lunch and dinner you you know let people tell you crazy things and you 
you keep going. I never once imagined that any of it might be real. Yeah, but then once you started dealing with death and destruction and portals and magic, did you not think that maybe that would have been relevant to the story? Like, I, that, I mean, that, that, that maybe, hey, I met this crazy old bat back in the day up in Tampa that talked, told the stories about death and destruction and portals and magic. The kind of same kind of thing we're dealing with here. What are you talking about, woman? It's been so long. You know, I just, I forgot. But the the broken sword bring, brings it all back. And, uh... I I don't know how many details I really remember, but I just know that she was nuts. Well, it sounds like maybe she wasn't. Maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> it's starting to get the vibe that maybe she was uh, uh not <laughs> as crazy as you thought she was. Well, it's a real <laughs> shame that she died a few years ago because we could really use her right now. So the the woman you all were talking to by the cart previously, um, who is now noting this symbol on the armor that is ostensibly on the people who just tried to maybe kill her and her family, was uh was this a bad person, a good person? It, uh, uh, I mean, I don't these remember. These people tried to kill me, or or. Threatened, threatened us. Sure. I mean, what I know of this woman was as a retired old lady knocking on death's door. I mean, like, she she didn't seem bad, evil, or otherwise. She just was a character. But are you not concerned that... That she would be part of an organization that tries to kill people? Well, I mean, who's to say? She could have been out of the game for a long while. And I mean, organizations shift. They change. Maybe the organization she was a part of was travel and, you know, trying to fight the evil, not being a part of it. Maybe maybe things aren't quite what they were can i do would it be possible to do an investigation to see how new this armor looks to see if it is potentially armor that uh marina crafted ages ago or if it is fresh off the iron sure yeah give me an investigation check uh that's a 19 this is this is not old armor this is very nice new armor made uh, recently, there aren't a whole lot of scratches or dings or anything on it. Mm. it. It doesn't even particularly look well worn. I'm going to turn to Lily as as she's saying, like, oh, I don't know, she could have been out of the game. I'm just going to be like, I don't think that's accurate. This armor feels very fresh. Are you sure your friend was on the side of good or just neutral, perhaps? Maybe just in it for money, doesn't care who the clients are. Either way, I think they are still out here somewhere. I'll level with you, QWERTY. I'm now wondering if she's even dead. Yeah, I was going to say, if there's anything we've learned on this adventure, it's that death can be kind of a temporary condition. Uh, yes. 
But so, also, we got to remember what we learned from, uh, you know, like something like, uh, Cordy, there's this movie uh, back in, in mm -hmm. our realm called Pirates of the Caribbean. Fantastic. Uh, people kind what of is a movie? That, that last word. A uh, movie is a yeah. bunch of pictures that go real fast. Fantastic. Uh, anyway, um, look, so, so basically, uh, there's several reasons somebody can have a brand. Not all of them are like known association sometimes mm -hmm. it's just like hey we took you prisoner and we're gonna make you our property like a cow you know we have cows here we discussed this yeah with beyond the beef the right yeah, you, yeah 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 you burn a symbol on their ass and then uh you know it's them so mm -hmm. you know let's not jump to conclusions about dead or evil or mm -hmm. you know either way i do suspect that this marina kovac is out here very much alive yeah i gotta suspect that as well as far as i'm concerned mm -hmm. good job q good yes thinking. i have found a clue Lily, also take sunny a if you're gonna wear that stuff you might want to uh cover it up with a you know maybe like a different symbol or something yeah i put like a sticker over it uh can i get a, an investigation or perception check from everyone in the party except lily okay Oh, that's a nat 20, baby. That's Thank a God. nat 19, nat baby. I got a nat 1. <laughs> Sunny, um, no, I got a dirty insane. 20. You are super focused on getting the sticker getting placement that, right. that sticker placement right. Uh-huh. Cordy, as Sunny is doing this, you glance over at Lily. Mm-hmm. She has branded this symbol into her armor recently. Like, hmm. like in the last several days recently. Lily has possibly yesterday. Lily has branded the symbol into her own armor. She has. Hmm. Hmm. Is she aware of this? <laughs> <laughs> um. Um, I'll I'll have Lily roll a deception check on whether or not yes. she's aware of it. Miss Davis, it appears the symbol in question is on your armor as well. I Curious. Uh, she is very obviously aware that it was there. What are you? Are you perhaps keeping something from us? Information that might lead to bigger clues, perhaps? Well, if you remember, when Vesper got bonked pretty bad by those uh, tieflings, mm -hmm. they left an imprint of that symbol on his head. And since we were sort of maybe trying to lure out or find the tieflings, I thought that I'd put it on my armor and see if we didn't get stopped by a compatriot. Uh, Jordan, I rolled a 19 on inside. I'm trying to sniff out if that's BS. I, I, so I, I don't want this to be an opposed roll. I want this to be a DC. So you've known Lily... A while. One thing that Lily doesn't do is bullshit. Cool. Just want to make sure. I was getting a vibe. Ben was getting a vibe that I was being lied to. I know when I'm being <laughs> lied to. Clearly. Well, uh, Lily, we uh, love the initiative. Uh, but if you could let us know when you are enacting a plan 
um, could be cool. Then we all know to look for it. Then we then we then we can all. I mean, look, I, I, I just covered up the symbol with a sticker. Oh, now, but now, now we can't be matching. Now we can't be matching. You don't have any like gooby gone or like alcohol to take that off real quick. Oh, well. Sorry, are we letting the other members of the party know when we're going to do a half cocked plant? Because I'm not on board with that. Like that takes way too much time of my time to let everybody <laughs> know before I go off with my half cocked plants. <laughs> Well, anyway, can, this is why old Ben Allen Roth wears a tunic. Ain't nobody branding shit into this bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I can say is we have no further information <laughs> as to what's going on here and mm. uh, no reliable and recent sources. So all I have is some memories and maybe the ability to call out to Marina with my mind. Maybe. Mm. I, I but think other than that, yeah, I, that I don't sounds know like, that a, like a not dead person. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I can speak to dead people too. I am a tiefling. Unless the party has more that they would like to discuss, I would gently like to remind you that you all were in a bit of a battle. Cordy's yes. still poisoned. Sure am. Um, they'll be fine. So I'll be fine. Yeah, you're you're maybe not all feeling great. Uh, shall we sleep, my my compatriots? I think there is much to think about. Much information gleaned from this encounter. I think we shall sleep on it, or rather I will not sleep, because I do not have to. The, uh, the family who you rescued their cart from being on fire uh, do offer you dinner they have seemed to got have gotten a another fire going uh, and so they're going to give you the opportunity to just uh have some food they uh sort of recommend sh- being a little bit quiet because the younger ones are uh trying to get some rest they've had an eventful evening super surprised they're not traumatized by fire they're just reeling to start up another one um cool yeah <laughs> accidents happen all right. What's for dinner? You are uh, actually having a really beautiful like rabbit stew plus some root vegetables that they had brought from their home that uh, didn't get entirely ruined because you can get root vegetables wet and even a little bit hot and they'll be okay. Arguably better. Arguably better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a, a big hearty stew um, and... Uh, just a little bit of like a, a ginger beer, ginger ale type thing, non-alcoholic. And just, just a very like nice and, and content little quiet couple. I was going to say that while all the dinner makings and whatnot are going on, Lily's going to like walk off to the side and sit there and meditate with her mind open to see if she can hear any of the things that she talked to earlier. She wants to know if she can hear any enough, like well enough to discern what, where they went or direction or like somewhere where we might continue to pursue or like if they're in the same direction we're going. She just wants to try to use her mind powers. <laughs> okay. Uh, is anybody else doing anything? Um, I mean, I would like to not be poisoned, but I don't know the best way to go about that. Can I... 
work on that? Sure. I will say that QWERTY and Sunny, uh, you can do medicine or investigation. I'll let you do medicine. Uh, and ostensibly, QWERTY would be giving Sunny the help action. Yeah, I'll give you help. I would like to not be poisoned. So far, I've rolled two ones and a seven cool. this episode. Uh, so seven plus six, 13. 13. Not terrible. Sunny, the thing that you can tell about this is that you probably don't have anything in your bag that you would be able to heal it. Either it would need some sort of a significant spell uh, that you don't feel like you have stocked right now because I have seen your stocked smells. <laughs> spells, not stocked smells. Um, <laughs> yeah, my stocked smells consist of burping, farting, and um, just thing I'm general using general as a which is generally not efficient. Uh, conveniently, Cordy doesn't smell though, so they don't really seem to mind. Correct. But yeah, you don't think that you have spell magic for this right now. Maybe you might have something uh, if you spend a little bit of time either tonight or tomorrow morning sort of studying in your spell book. Um, um, or maybe they'll have something in Leary, the, the bigger city. Did the compress that I put on show any effect? Um, it definitely stops like the wound from seeping and it doesn't look like it's going to get infected in any way. Awesome. Then I, uh, I, I looked toward you and I'm like, well, my work's done here. Sorry. You're, uh, uh, we're going to have to just, I, I don't, I don't know any better. Uh, I, I could do medicine on a human pretty decently. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I get humans. Mm -hmm, sure. Uh, yeah, of course. Of course. I'm like mostly human. Mm-hmm. But, but, um, all this wood and stuff, I don't, I don't quite understand it. So when we get to Leary, we can finish patching you up. Okay. I Let's take it easy. appreciate the effort, Miss Days. I feel better already. I don't, but I'm just telling her yeah, that. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> and then you fall over. I immediately go into sentry mode. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ben Allen Roth, is there anything that you would like to do? Nope. I'm napping. Excellent. You're doing a bit rough. Okay. Um, and Lily, you said that you wanted to do something, attempting something with your newfound or new, newly believed mind powers. Um, yes. Lily is going to listen. <laughs> something new. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this character development. Oh, Lily, you're so you're so cool now. Um, even if you don't already have inspiration, you do for that joke. That's that is specifically inspiration for Ethan, <laughs> not even Ben Allen Roth. Um, and uh, Lily, if you don't have inspiration, you now have inspiration for doing something bizarrely out of character in the best possible way. <laughs> Lily, you haven't spent as much time thinking about Marina now as you used to, or like you used to think about her a lot when you first went back to Miami or first went to Miami and, and you, you maybe thought about her less as time went on there until one day you just suddenly thought about her again and you did what any millennial would do. You Googled her, uh, only to be presented with an obituary from about a month before. And 
Lily tries to live her life without regrets, but maybe for the first time in her life, she regrets not reaching back out to someone who made her time in Tampa maybe a little bit less bad. Uh, you all get a long rest. Yeah. Cool. Uh, except, Cordy, your poison condition does not go away. But I still heal HP, right? And all that yes. good stuff. Yes. You can heal your HP, but your poison condition has not gone away. Cool. Um, so the next morning as the sun comes over the horizon, uh, you all sort of awaken. You see that uh, the camp where you all slept uh, is about half to two-thirds cleared out by now. People sort of got an early start. The family who uh, their wagon had been busted, they are now... Uh, chatting with someone who looks like he might have the supplies to at the very least put the wheels back on the way they belong maybe not the the canvas quite as much it's going to be a little bit of time before they get back on the road um and they sort of give you a, a polite wave and continue talking to this uh this handy looking person Cordy you still you still don't feel super great. You still feel maybe, maybe a little bit poisoned. Yes. I spring to life in the morning and go, well, that sure was a fantastic night of what I consider rest. Boy, I'm still poisoned, Sunny. though. <laughs> Sunny starts stretching and is like, oh, great. I had, I had this dream. <laughs> and I cast Lesser Restoration. Excellent. Uh, go ahead and burn that spell slot. And Cordy, uh, you are no longer poisoned with that lesser restoration uh -huh. spell. Whoop, spoke okay, too there, soon. There's got to be a, a quip. Um, nope. All right, let's keep going. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the, the yawn from your morning breath has cured my poison condition. <laughs> yeah, I'm like uh, banana Gross. pancakes. Some, some, some. Um, Sonny, that big old yawn, Auntie sort of sniffs at the air, <laughs> does a little lizard gag, uh, and pulls one of the mint leaves out of your, <laughs> your bag and stuffs it into your mouth. <laughs> this is impressive for a lizard. <laughs> this lizard knows what's up. I'm sorry, Look, Gecko. He, but <laughs> he exists on your shoulder. Like, he spends time around your head and face. Mm -hmm. He has a backpack. <laughs> yeah, and? <laughs> That's fair. Oh, I forgot yeah. you had him in one of those, like, cat carrier backpacks. Yeah, Jesus. with a bubble. That's oh, my God. Yeah, no. Um, I, I, I chew on the leaf, and then I think about what I've done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Think about the sanitary crimes I've committed. Um, Fantastic. So... I believe the plan was that we were headed towards this big city, yes, right? I think so. Onward we march. Today is a new day for adventure and mystery. What lies ahead in the treacherous city of Leary is only known to our future selves. So let us go meet them in adventure. 
I hope they yeah, have we're already brushes. like half a mile down the road. Oh, at this point. they left without me again. <laughs> um. <laughs> you were just rambling. <laughs> the thing is, you do have these legs. You can catch up to us <laughs> really mm-hmm, quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to give you guys basically three, eh, nope, two travel blocks um, in which you could do a thing, either, you know, talk to somebody or investigate things mm-hmm. or try to, you know, maybe quietly learn another song, whatever you want to do. I'm going to give you two of those travel blocks before awesome. we get closer into the big city and each of them will have just a little bit of description of what's going on. So if you don't know what to do, you could potentially think of something to do from sort of the descriptive flavor text. Feeling good? Yeah. All right. Uh, so you all set out uh, in in the mid-morning at this point, shaking the the sleep off your limbs and the sleep out of your eyes yeah sunny suddenly is carrying a whole lot more weight but for some reason it just it's well fitted and and you got really lucky with this one you uh shouldn't have gotten this lucky but it just feels good it just feels right um nice and comfy um and you all are heading down the road so you're headed uh towards leary and you're noticing that the uh, terrain is getting maybe a little bit hillier and you can see some some smaller mountains perhaps in the distance that uh, might be, you know, you'll, you'll be walking through some small mountain passes as you get closer. Um, you're noticing on the ground that there is a lot more travel on these roads. There are a lot more uh, side roads sort of shooting onto the main main path that you're on. Uh, it's definitely getting a little bit busier. You're encountering more travelers, some coming in or some coming out, but most seem to be headed towards the city. Uh, you've seen uh, a couple of traders passing who sort of have big wagons stuffed full of uh, their wares that they might want to be selling in the bigger city. Um, you've seen a handful of families, a handful of uh, people who perhaps uh, look like like adventurers like you, big warrior types. You've seen people on horseback. You've seen people on foot. You've seen families, um, you know, really, really starting to to pick up a little bit more as you get closer to this city. Um, is there anything that anyone would like to do? Lily is still listening uh, because they sort of got surprised at the last camp. She wants to know if, or she wants to at least attempt to be aware of other people also traveling. So she's just trying to be aware. Are you like eavesdropping on, on folks if you get the opportunity? She's leaving her mind open to, you know, intercept other people's mental chatter if that's a thing. She's just like, she hasn't figured out what the skill set is yet, so she's just trying to listen. She's also listening with her ears and looking with her eyes for this symbol, but she's trying to see if she can pick up any more fellow fiends through the, the wavelengths. Excellent, excellent. Um, yeah, give me, give me an investigation check. <laughs> Not one. Woo! 
uh, there you're just hearing a whole lot of people talking and and you can't completely decide if you're actually hearing them or if you're hearing them in your head. Just every time somebody passes, you know, it, it, it's like when you leave home and you have the thought, did I leave the stove on? But you also might have said, did I leave the stove on out loud? So things like, oh, I really hope he... Or, you know, ah, oh, my feet are starting to hurt. And all of those things that, like, maybe you're said out loud, maybe you're said in people's heads. You're not You're not entirely sure. You, you almost feel like you're definitely doing it, though. You're definitely eavesdropping on people's brains, for sure. Positive. I'm going to let now be the time that Sunny carves into her armor. Okay. While you're wearing it? Um, I could have, like, the chest plate off. Okay. And, like... Just hand do it. Uh, big, little, where is it going? Uh, it's going right in the middle, and it is quite large. Give me just dexterity. I'm not even going to let you do sleight of hand. I changed dice. Now one, two. You start to carve this while you are trying to walk, and you immediately slice your hand and take three slicing damage, slashing damage, uh, and you realize that it might be better to be seated while you are doing this. <laughs> uh, yeah, put my dagger away, don my armor, and I uh, sulk quietly for the rest of the way, only thinking about how I f***ed up my armor. Uh, ben and Cordy, anything you guys want to do? Yeah, I think I would be asking random travelers, like, about monster attacks in their area like people that go are going into the city like i'm literally i think going up to them being like hi are you fleeing a monster attack like why are you coming to the city right now like what's going on around here i want you to give me some sort of a charisma check um okay <laughs> to not scare people <gasps> okay i am a, are you st you're still a bard though right yeah yeah you're gonna be great okay yeah. uh yeah, just, a, just that's a that's a 23. A lot of people sort of uh, look at you like this This guy's kind of wild, but man, he's got such a cool tunic on. Like he he, he looks- It's the tunic for me. It, it, so it, it is the tunic because they're like, this sounds like a person who I would want to normally avoid. Like why are people talking to me about monsters? But he, he just looks- Cool. He exudes cool and confidence. And so people are maybe a little bit more amenable to actually talking to you. Um, the overall vibe that you get, though, um, people are responding, you know, monsters. No, no, no monsters where where I'm from. I'm just I'm just headed into town. Uh, so some of the merchants say that they're uh, headed into town because they know, you know, the festival's coming up and they can mark up some prices. Uh, a handful of families say, oh, you know, we've always made it a family tradition to see the tournament every year. And some other people are talking about maybe taking holidays and visiting family and a couple of younger um, dwarven girls were excited because they you know want to try to make it in the big city and you know they've heard that if you make it there you can make it pretty much anywhere what is this the big olive <sighs> so are we entering this place at like uh like a a big tourist time like is there something going on 
Uh, give me an intelligence check. Yeah, I can do that. Um, that is a intelligence. Just flat intelligence? That's a... Or is history intelligence? History yes. is intelligence. Give me a history check. Then. Okay, cool. That's a dirty 20. Excellent. I have, I'm um, good at history for some reason. <laughs> hey, uh, you worked at the library, you know? Yeah. It makes I, sense. I am exceptionally proficient at history. Yeah, you remember shortly after you all came to uh, Aethermore, they had just had their uh, town founders festival. So basically each city and town has an annual celebratory festival. Most of them, because the, the cities and towns are fairly small, it's just, you know, a, a couple of people hanging out in the town square, throwing almost like a, a picnic or a barbecue or some sort of thing. Maybe there's like a, a play uh, commemorating the founding of the town or some other historical event related to the town. And so you are assuming that you're headed into Leary about the same time as what might be their town festival or, or their founders festival. Um, and because it's a big city, it might have a whole lot of more activities. It might actually be like a big tourist event where people come from lands far and around Um for really big cities and events, it could be something like, you know, having lesser royalty come and visit or or big celebrities, you know, the the sort of people <gasps> and things. Are Kevin and friends going to be in town? They've been dead for hundreds of years. <laughs> I think we may have canonically established that Kevin and was Molly Darton an elf? Yeah. Yeah. Molly was a half elf. Uh, it's possible that Kevin and Molly may still be alive. And just very, very old. That would be a wild, like, touring band to, <laughs> to go around and see. Uh, no, I was just going to say, like, it, it sounds like if there's a big festival going on, this might be the perfect time for this city to get absolutely owned by a monster. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I'm, And that, uh, that might have something to do with it. I would definitely, Cordy is for sure like right behind Ben as he's asking all these questions, like taking notes and whatnot. Um, I heard one of the people we asked talk about a tournament. Do we have information about that or is that a new piece of information you slipped in? Uh, that is a new uh, piece of information that I have slipped in. I would love to search my memory banks to see if I remember anything about a, a, a tournament. Uh, or just get any more information about this tournament. Oh, God. Is Cordy going to joust? Uh, tournaments specifically uh, in Leary or just tournaments in general? In Leary, the one that people are talking about. Okay. I would like to take your word on this. Um, okay. In Cordy's backstory. Because I feel like they haven't spent much time out of this. Like, you wandered for a little bit. Uh, you got adopted, and then you spent most of your time in Aethermore, right? Like, you haven't done a whole bunch of travel since then? Yes. Um, but, I, I mean, but I've definitely lived here. Or I've, I mean, I've definitely been in this realm for for a good amount. And to me, it sounds like, and this could be totally off, but it sounds like Leary is a big enough city where cool stuff travels. Yeah, cool stuff definitely happens in, in Leary, and you might hear, like, stories from the big city. Uh, yeah, give me uh, a history check on that, please. Uh, that is a 21. Incredible. Um, so, QWERTY, you have definitely heard of tournaments in cities, and you 
you maybe even remember hearing of a tournament in Leary because one of Dark Thad's favorite performers has been like a headline at this festival before and the the headline music happens right before the tournament and it's like this bonkers no holds barred b-a-r-r-e-d not (laughs) b-a-r-d no holds barred all out just like epic battle that everybody is given like something where they aren't actually permanently hurt by anything and they just like crush this pill uh in their mouths to uh, not die and huh. uh, be transported out of the arena. But then last man standing, last victor standing um, sort of gets like a really cool magical prize. Uh, some of the other finishers sometimes get prizes or monetary things, or it, it's like this big cool place where people who are really powerful adventurers oftentimes will come to like, prove their strength and uh, also just be really, really cool and maybe get opportunities. But you don't specifically know what's being offered this year because news hasn't really traveled as much uh, this year. But the one thing that you do know, because Dark Thad would not stop talking about it, is that Mm -hmm. uh, his favorite band is playing right before the tournament. And if you like got him a souvenir, you would probably be the coolest being he's ever met. (laughs) fantastic yeah so i guess i overhear someone talking about the tournament and i go yes of course the tournament dark thad the wonderful brother that he is would never stop talking about it Uh, exciting what 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 does dark thad compete in uh, dark thad is he's just a musician oh the greatest musician of all Oh. So he competes in music or there is music before the tournament. See and he oh, likes oh, okay, that. Okay. Yeah. And he talks about that. So a he lot. doesn't like the tournament, he likes the music. He likes the atmosphere of the tournament. The auditory atmosphere. So he's just there to see the opener. Yes. An excellent way of putting it. Does he make it, it very Jr. clear to people he's just there to see the opener and just like is kind of a dick about it when the actual headliner goes yeah. on? <laughs> And kind of acts like you're kind of dumb for wanting to see the headliner, maybe because they had a song on the radio once or twice. I don't think he's ever actually gone. He just likes the, he likes his favorite band, his favorite performers perform it's before the, the tournament. It's called the atmosphere. Yeah, he likes that they are here, and he likes them. Yes, but the band is in fact been. called the atmosphere. That is canon now. Thank you. <laughs> but yes, a tournament. Exciting. Awesome. Uh, So we continue on. And as you guys get very close to Leary now in in sort of like the early afternoon times, uh, as as you approach the city, you sort of go through a couple of different little mountain paths and you have to wind around bigger hills. And as you get closer and closer, you know, there there are just more and more people, more and more carts Um, The road is actually really nice and paved as you get close to Leary and then uh, you sort of go through one more mountain pass and look around and see basically like a line of of carts and people to get into the city. Um, It looks like people who are on foot and not carrying a whole lot of things don't have to go through the same cart line Um, and the cart line is definitely Mm. taking a little bit longer and you see 
city walls that sort of stretch out in both directions um, that are uh, nicely maintained, well cared for. Uh, you see turrets every once in a while uh, sort of poking up through the walls where uh, a look lookout might be able to see just people approaching the city. Uh, and there are a, a couple of major roads that you can see sort of funneling into the city all at once here. And and there were a few like smaller homesteads and such outside the city walls, a, a couple of hamlets as you got closer to the city. Um, so not everyone lives within city walls, but there were, you know, the majority of people do with it, live within the city. Uh, and you are approaching uh, the city from the north. You've got a bit of a line to wait in unless you want to elbow your way to the front. We do. <laughs> I w- and I was going to say you could chat with people oh or God. eavesdrop or just wait and talk amongst yourselves. Maybe talk about some goals. Try to listen to what other people are talking about and excited about. Cordy turns to the group and says, so what are your character goals? <laughs> <laughs> And that's a season wrap on QWERTY. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's wild. We all just burn QWERTY. <laughs> that's it. No, I, I'll do whatever the group wants to do. If anyone's feeling one way or the other on this. I think I'm just trying to get some information about the festival. Like when it's going to start, who, you know, are there going to be any minor royalty there? Is the Pharaoh going to show up? You know... That kind of thing. Are there flyers around? I'm gonna try to talk at. to like some of the merchants. I think the people going in with the carts. Okay, yeah. Give me, man. If you're talking to the merchants, give me a persuasion check with advantage, please. Yep, sure thing. Persuasion with advantage. That is going to be a twenty-five. So Ben Allen Roth, every single merchant that you talk to, you are inundated with flyers and and material and paperwork about where where their specific cart and stand will be at the festival in in the city you know and they are like oh you know make sure to come visit me and this is what i'm selling and this is where you can find it and these are my prices and i i'm not authorized to sell outside the city walls just yet but but you know you you can find my my cart you know, they've, they've got number, letter, quadrant, uh, labels, all of these things. Uh, some of the flyers uh, list magical items and, and armor and weaponry and uh, gemstones and fruits and vegetables and exotic plants and beasts and all of these other wild and crazy things and some, some prices on them. Um, a few of them have, like, distance from Tournament Square on their thing, uh, on their flyer, because, you know, it's it's fairly close to the tournament square. Some say, you know, oh, you know, make sure to stop by uh, my my stall when you're when you're in the, the lower boroughs or the upper boroughs and, and giving you lots of descriptions and such. Uh, and so between all of these pieces, you are able to construct a little bit of a decent map of, like, cool. what the tournament space and what the festival space is going to look like. Um, so you guys are entering in the north side of town, and it seems like everything that's going to be happening is sort of happening in the western side of town. So you'll need to loop around a little bit, but they've sort of closed off a, a whole section of neighborhoods uh, for this festival. 
the market square has been converted into uh, a tournament space and uh, you could number one very easily get to anywhere that you want to go once you get close to the space um, but the important things that you are noting especially based on the questions that you had asked were that you have also been able to find little pieces of information about the tournament itself and what some of the prizes are um, and it, so it looks like the prizes for the tournament, if you place in it, uh, there's prizes for the top five. And first place, because you had asked about the, the pharaoh specifically, uh, first place is uh, a short audience with the pharaoh to basically just get to have lunch with this person, uh, with this fire genasi, with this, this person here. Uh, you're also seeing, because... They know how popular he is. A lot of the merchants sort of feature this person's face on their flyers. So, Sonny, we canonically established that you did like the Hunger Games. Is that correct? Uh, <laughs> yes. And and Ben Allen Roth, would that have been something that you watched ever? I'm not even going to ask yeah. Lily Davis. I don't know. Definitely. So this fire, Janazi, to both of you, you sort of share a look. It looks like if... Finnick O'Dare, like like the most beautiful winner of the Hunger Games to all of the capital people, was crossed with what they wanted to do with Katniss, which is like having her be engulfed in flames and looking like she was on fire and looking like she was a phoenix. It's like if Finnick O'Dare were just beautifully on fire, um, and this is just a strikingly handsome man. Okay. Uh, so we get the vibe that the Pharaoh is going to be here in town during it the festival? Is going to be here in town during the festival. Cool. All right. That is exactly what I wanted to know. That sounds like things are going to go really badly. <laughs> what are the or competitions great. in the tournament? Um. So the, the big competition is the uh, sort of winner-takes-all battle one that we were just describing where the first place is a private audience with the Pharaoh. Um, and the, the top five also have prizes, but you haven't seen specifically what those are. Maybe it's left a little bit open to interpretation, like exceptional magical items and wealth beyond your dreams, which may or may not just be advertising speak. You you all are smart. You've you've been handed flyers like that before. And there, there are some smaller festivals. There's or not smaller festivals, sorry, um, some smaller tournament things. There's like even weird skills, like a knitting off, just because that was a, a hobby of the town founder here was was intense timed knitting. Hell yeah. <laughs> who, who can knit the best scarf the fastest? You know, uh, some, some silly goofy things. And it definitely looks like there's going to be a lot of places that you can buy things, sell things if you have things to sell, although I don't specifically know that you all have uh, wares to sell here. I know Lily has some misshapen buttons. All right, so I'd like to look to the group and be like, all right, I, yes. uh, I'm i not usually the one to say this, but mm -hmm. what if we cheated in the tournament? There's four of us, mm. the top five get prizes. So as long as we work together to beat out the other competitors, at least four of us will be receiving prizes, right? And uh, one of those prizes is a meeting with uh, 
His Royal Highness. And I mean, how do you disqualify your, or how do you like get out? You just like chew a pill and then you teleport out of there. Yeah, that sounds a little sketch, but uh, yeah, I don't hmm. like it either. But I mean, it's, I've it's, heard worse it's ideas. Better than killing each other, right? I mean, yeah, it's better than dying. <laughs> uh, I'd be down. Yeah, I could kick some ass. Take some names. Hmm. Nah, I. I do not think that we need to cheat, for I think that we are the greatest warriors this realm has ever seen. Qwerty, Qwerty, I love, I love the enthusiasm. I am, as, I have the backbone of mm-hmm. a worm. Mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. nothing. <laughs> but you have armor now, so that's right, good. Right, right, but I, I can't, I can't hurt anyone else. <laughs> mm, fair enough. Mr. Junior, I do... I am curious, why specifically would you want an audience with the Pharaoh? Um, I mean, because he's the sketchy magical guy, right? Like, he showed up, and then the monster showed up. So, that doesn't seem like a coincidence to me. That seems like, uh, you know, I know that causation doesn't equal correlation or whatever, but, uh, it feels like it might in this case. Hmm. Past predictions may not, or past experiences may not always predict future results. But mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. It, it seems like a good place to start. Like we, Interesting. we know that this guy is sketchy, and he's sending people out to go collect people for a great monster war. Um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just sort of feels like a big blinking light that says, "Do this thing. Come here <laughs> and and figure it out." And maybe if we can stop the pharaoh before he, I don't know, calls down a big tentacle octopus monster to destroy the town, uh, that might be dope. If he's the one doing that, or we might be able to find the person that's doing that. I have no idea, mm-hmm. but it, I, uh, yeah, I, yeah, interesting. Cool. So we're I- gonna rig the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, Querty thinks that we got it, that we just gonna, we're just going to go in there and kick butts like normal. Um, so as you all are having these conversations about uh, the festival, the tournament, all of the things you might be interested in, perhaps uh, fighting alongside one another, trying to get a leg up on the competition, um, you arrive at the bustling gate and it is, it is your turn next. And there's a, a stern looking um, uh, Aarakocra woman who's who's got a very hawk-like face and she looks at you all sternly do you have any exotics to declare um and she does eye qwerty perhaps a little not suspiciously per se but like huh that's interesting type type facial expression where i'm from this is exotic and i point to auntie i'm just the guy yeah yeah he just wears a tunic I have a lot of jerky. <laughs> it's all beyond beef. Oh, that beyond jerky is very good, isn't it? Yes, I, I'm glad that that has traveled outside of the the city such that others have the chance to experience it. You know, as as uh, are birds vegetarians? Some of them. Vultures aren't. Hawks aren't. Yeah, she's hawk like. You know, I'm I'm trying to cut down on my uh, red meat and carrion flesh a little, so. Uh, the beyond the beyond jerky has been pretty good, but that's that's not exotic. You don't need to declare that. All right, if if nothing else to declare, thank you uh, so much for coming to Leary, and I presume you are all here for the festival. Yes, business pleasure both. Yes, we're here to the declare festival. victory on this tournament. Ah, 
<laughs> are you in, are you intending to participate yourself? Yeah, I think we might be. To win. Of course we are. Don't we look like the world's, the universe's, the realm's fiercest warriors to you? Sunny stabbed her own self today. <laughs> uh, can I get a group um, intimidation? Intimidation all right. Heck yeah, you can. Ooh, that's not all that great. Uh, yes, I know my internet connection is unstable. That's an 11. 13. 7. I got a 15, baby. I am standing proud and tall. Quirty, she looks she looks the most at you. Just a little surprised by your existence in general. Um, and turns back to Lily. Well, at least some of you, yes, look look to be adventurers of the of the good sort. I'm not particularly easily impressed. My brother was a tournament champion a few years ago. I'd love to compete myself, but I have an injured wing at the moment, and, and you ah. see she's got a little, uh, her, her wing is in a, an arm sling, mm. uh, sort of healing up. But perhaps next year I can be victorious like, um, like you all intend to be. Good yes. luck with that. Uh, we will be victorious. And next year, yes, next year you will fight against us, the victors of this year. And I look forward to fighting against you. I don't believe we caught your name. Ah, uh, yes, um... My name is Martini Mayhen. <laughs> <laughs> of, of course. <laughs> you look like a Martini Mayhen. I guess that, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, thank and you to... Thank you to uh, our lovely patron, Q the Sparkle, for submitting uh, that spectacular name. <laughs> Farewell, Martini, and may we do friendly battle one day. Good luck to you all. And she, she gives you a... A little wave. She- <laughs> yeah, she gives you a little caw. That's exactly right. Um, as yeah, you all bird sort of noises. In. Yes. Um, you are hearing a little bit of a uh, music thumping in the distance. You think that you maybe just arrived right about the time <clears throat> that the band, Dark Thad's favorite band, The Atmosphere, uh, is Fantastic. just getting ready to set up. They are opening this whole tournament. They're playing the opener for um, just before the knitting tournament, actually. I I think, so I think QWERTY, I'm like going over all these flyers that kind of turn into a, a, a map that, that Ben got a hold of. And as we're walking in, I'm like, all right, I think I've developed a strategy that is the most efficient way to visit every stall. Now, we will have to go to the artisanal meadery immediately after the warm yak's milk stall, but I think that can that that is not gonna be too much trouble. And then as I'm like saying all this, I, I start hearing the band and I'm like, I like drop everything. I'm like, that. Sound. Is that the atmosphere? Yeah, probably. Cordy, hey, leave the navigation to me, bud. I went to Warp Tour. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> Lily would like to run to the center of the crowd that is forming in front of the band and attempt to start a mosh pit. Absolutely. Give Are you going to throw the first punch? <laughs> uh, give me a <laughs> yeah. uh, persuasion check. Before we do that, Jordan, that, can you paint me a word picture of what this beautiful mystical city looks like? Yeah, please. Yes. So you all are, are sort of 
Uh, so you came in on the north side of town and you've been uh, sneaking around, you know, narrow lanes and that sort of thing. Uh, the, the north side of town is a little bit um, less developed, you might think. Uh, it, it looks a little bit more like Aethermore, not necessarily like big city. So if you had to assess, you didn't come in in the bougie side of town. Mm-hmm. But as you are winding your way down, so first you are in the uh, servant's village and then the servant's ward and then uh, the mastiff's ward and, and sort of wending your way around. I do have descriptions if you give me uh, a moment. Yeah. Um, so you're seeing uh, mostly low homes uh, that are sort of assembled with earthen materials and, and you do see some brick and stuff start to uh, pop up on the fronts of houses a little bit more as you get into the nicer areas. You see uh, there's a bunch of kids playing out in the street, playing some games with uh, a, a ball that sort of looks like a kickball type game. Is there like a wooden cutout of a thing that's like the shape of a child, but not really at all the shape of a child that says stop? No. Play like your children are here? No. Uh, there, it's just, these aren't streets for, for driving or, or carriages or carts. Those would have to, uh, go a different direction, but you get to take just all of the, the mm-hmm. low roads down to exactly where you're headed to right near artists farthing, uh, which is where the, the festival is taking place, the, the market right by artists farthing. And so you are seeing, uh, so everybody give me what sorts of things are you trying to look out for or pay attention to? Are you looking for people? Are you looking for environment? Are you looking for atmosphere? And then give me a role based off of that, please. So if you're looking at people, I would say investigation or insight. If you're looking around at the buildings or um, sort of the world in general, that would be perception. Uh, If you're trying to keep an eye out for things that are magical, you could use arcana. I would also say nature would work here. Um, just to sort of get a vibe of what's happening in the city in general. Uh, I got a dirty 20 on Arcana. I got an 8. Uh, for 12? 12 on Arcana. Okay. I, math. I rolled a 2 on Investigation. Yeah, I don't think this is going to be hard, but I think the thing that I would be looking for would just pretty much be the band, and uh, I think we've. I think it'll be pretty easy to detect them because they seem like they're quite loud. Um, but I got a on just perception trying to hear them. I got a 22. Excellent. So Cordy, uh, you are absolutely leading the pack just based off of pure like instinct alone. You are feeling this music reverberate yes. uh, through through your wooden metal and, and you can just walk in perfect time. You're like, you're like a marching band kid walking in perfect time with the the beat knowing exactly where yeah. you're going i've only not heard getting lost i've only heard covers of these songs that dark thad does it's interesting to hear the real thing ben what you are noticing as you're sort of going through town you're seeing that um, unlike in aethermore people here sort of use magic for every little thing you see uh someone's using a mage hand to uh carry their groceries in from the market and and children are, are using little magical things and effects to sort of play with one another. And they're, they're tickling one another. And, ew, mom, Susie did the fart smell thing again. And just a lot of, like, really excited families and people uh, existing. And as you get closer to this stage, you, you go into a, a 
big open market square and you see off in the the distance at the far end uh this stage set up it looks like it was magically cast and pulled out of the earth um and in a weird way it almost looks like the stage itself is moving a little bit up and down in time with the music like it's it's providing those reverberations through the earth and getting people really into the music it's it's almost like everyone is entranced but not in like a scary way but in like a, this is just the power of of music and people and gathering together and having a good time and really feeling feeling that energy and that vibe the the atmosphere is just palpable ben sunny and lily you haven't been in this realm for long but Cordy, you really haven't been to a big city either you are seeing people and creatures of all shapes and sizes you're seeing the most bizarre outfits and headdresses and everyone's just having a blast you see someone with like 12 hats 12 top hats stacked on top of themselves wending their way up sort of going through the crowd and you can't tell if they're they're dancing or making a fashion statement or selling them or maybe a little bit of all of the above and and everybody there is just absolutely enamored with what's going on it's it's friendly it's loving and and there is a little bit of magic in the air um ben with that uh nat 20 not nat 20 dirty 20 yeah dirty 20 dirty 20 arcana you can tell that like not only is magic just super commonplace here, but it's one of those things that's just used to make people's lives a little bit more fun. It's entertaining. You see little sections. Uh, Lily, you also notice that there's like some some darts games going on and, and carnival games and that sort of thing that are almost definitely rigged. You, you know, there's there's sort of like a get the get the sandbag in the hoop shot things and you can see that the hoop is moving around magically and sometimes shrinks down really small just as someone throws uh you, you know you hear a few people hey that's cheating lily definitely does a few thaumaturgies to help a couple people win incredible you see uh someone is now carrying a very got a very large stuffed cow from one of these from one of these carnival vendors who looks very surprised such beautiful stars. Oh, I forgot the Beyond Beef Cows had star spots. Uh. Cordy, you are drawn to this stage. I know, Lily, you wanted to start a mosh pit, but uh, Cordy, just you are entranced by this music, and somehow it's almost as though the crowd just gently parts in front of you as you walk up to the stage. I, I'm like... I, I like to think it's because I pulled out Dark Thad's pick and I started strumming it on my, you know, on the gr- <laughs> wood grain <laughs> of my body again. And people are kind of like, either people are into it or they're just like, ah, make way for this weirdo. A um, <laughs> little bit of A, a little but, bit of B. But I'm I'm trying to get into it. Maybe I'm not as, mus- you know, for a machine built on like gears and cogs and things, I, I'm like not as rhythmically... Uh, in tune with the music as you would think, but I'm trying my best. Uh, Cordy, can you give me a performance check with advantage, please? Oh, sure. Okay. I, I know he can't get more, or they can't get more, but can I? I'm also helping. <laughs> like, um, you will be excited to know that that is a nat yeah. twenty. Yes. 
I am, for the first time in my life, I feel like I found the beat. Cordy, you strumming along on on your uh, chest plate, your stomach, that sort of thing, just the way that you're doing it, it's almost like Dark Thad is just there with you, uh, really embodying... Uh, just everything that he's talked about, you know, you, you love listening to him rant about music like this and how you really have to feel it. And for the first time in Cordy's life, they are really feeling this music as you get up to the edge of the stage, uh, and lock eyes with, uh, the, the lead, um, strings player there points to you and says, Let's get that robot up on stage. (gasps) 